millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. is a new world order and i am zane c weber chancellor of the national council of zane australia here with my colleagues from across the sea one who knows what he's doing and the other who has no idea blundering week to week from issue to issue you know what i hate to say it but that could equally apply to both of us <laughs> it's great isn't in, it <laughs> all the uh the uh the subtle insults as as- that i bring up you know it's it is a little I've only recently been siding with true in these sorts of things. Boom. A wonderful discovery that has been. Yeah. Yeah, you make me sick. I am your number <laughs> one contender and your man with the automatic rematch clause, Sebastian of the United States of South America. Uh, a reasonable and kind leader, may I say so myself. And may I say it's also reasonable and kind that you have finally settled on a title Have and I? subtitle. Just luring um, you I in. I see. Is Look there... how calm we are in South America. Look how nice we are. Look how consistent we are. Uh, and then or... bam, change it again. <laughs> yep. Just change all the hands, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I am, of course, Andrew Schossler, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time each week, we are presented an issue in our virtual nations that we run on nationstates.net and we must deal with that in the way that our personal politics dictate or the table forces us. Or our kayfabe policies would also dictate. In the case, what? My, my kayfabe policies, my fake, my, 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 my show policies, like my... Oh, that's right. You hamstring yourself yet a third way. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm by so... adopting a persona in each yes. in each uh, in each of these crises. Yes, because heaven forbid we have one steady leader throughout <laughs> all the trials that the gypsy has cursed us with. No, each I'm... five episodes, we have a global disaster that we must find our way through. Most recently. A meteor has been spotted heading directly for Earth, and we have a limited amount of time to prepare for such an occurrence. Dying news indeed. I, for one, welcome the meteorite <laughs> <laughs> and the warm glow it brings <laughs> and then the chilling cold of its, its demise. <laughs> That's not the official Submerican stance, though. <laughs> That's just you personally. Just you, personally. Don't, you don't speak for Submerica. No, and no. if you are joining <laughs> us for the first time, you also might need to know that in a couple of episodes past, Submerica declared war on Zane Australia. Barely. It has since gone on to say that that war is ended and never in fact existed. And while Zane Australia said, oh, that it's really unfortunate that you think that because we still consider ourselves at war. And on that note, I was listening a few episodes back and Zane Australia made the comment that they would retaliate in an equal manner to what they have been resented with. 
And yet we find ourselves five episodes removed from such an event and they are still rolling on. Ah, but it was five episodes on which I offered an olive branch to Submerica. I have no olive branch to offer or to receive. There is no, <laughs> and there, is no there issue. we go. Things, there can be no treaty if two people do not sign. There can be Sub-America. no treaty when things were, as we call in the political business, even Stephen, and then they were, and then you've now gone on. So now I feel like you're in a spot where you should be coming to me with an apology because you've now two wrongs don't make a right. You've, you've never done more offered wrong. an apology, Sam. Why would I apologize for saying this? In not fact, canon. I asked for an apology and you went, mm, I don't think that happened. I, so, yeah, I, I here stand we are. by that. Here we are. In tort law, it could be interpreted that Zane's weekly one veto retaliation is but interest that he is charging you on your initial strike. Even if we were talking Here to interest, un- unforgiven and unresolved. Even date. if we're talking interest, by him doing one last week, he has recuperated twenty percent interest. It's that a, is, it's a very. We're steep talking rate. loan shark levels of bullshittery, and I'm going to call Zane Trailer out on that. I'm afraid vetoes cannot be broken down any further. He is he is charging you interest in the smallest possible increment. He is doing you a favor, sir. Nope, that's not how that works at all. <laughs> well, I'm, I and look, the offer stands: three veto points, and the war is over. The ap- apology accepted. Yeah, it was two veto, veto points, points a couple of weeks ago. It was, it and was. you didn't accept it. Why and would then I accept the, that ridiculous offer? After that, it was up to three. Now it will be three until the end of this arc, in which it will up again. But that's making me more likely to not do it. That's not how you, you don't sweeten the pot. Like, I'll give you $20,000, make it 30. Did I say 10? Like, you're, like, you're doing it the wrong Set, way around. You, you, Maybe when the meteor strikes, it'll wipe Zane Australia off the map and say, America won't have to deal with this anymore. That would be but, really handy if any sort of celestial being could intervene. <laughs> and there's precedent for, for charging people for doing stuff that they don't want to do. I mean, our, our wise overlords in Canberra uh, mm-hmm. said that if you don't, purchase uh, private uh, health insurance, you will be charged an extra percentage point on your Medicare levy yeah. every year afterwards until you get the uh, until you get some private insurance. But I would Is have to that make, not incentive to get private insurance? But I would have to make that mistake 20 times for the one-time uh, penalty that I received this round from Zane Australia. Okay, so, so what goes you're, you're admitting that it's a mistake not accepting my, my deal. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm saying that you're doing this in such a a large scale way that it, you, they're not comparable. Not large I'd have scale. to make it that just... mistake that in the Medicare situation, <laughs> 20 times to be equal to the one extra veto I received from but Zane. But vetoes are indivisible. Well, I'm divisible. It is, it is the they, smallest. They are, they are now visible. <laughs> and I'm seeing them and they're worth about 20% of pop at the moment. <laughs> well, gentlemen, uh, I had a couple of issues happen during the week that had already come up previously so it wasn't worthwhile to bring them up again as as my own issues but i still didn't feel that they should be dismissed because they brought up valid uh, points so the first one was uh, a twitter uh, a twitter ban and you ban issue, twitter, which are, which are, <laughs> yeah. banning bots specifically on, ah, on, on yes, twitter yeah. which uh, zane had not too long ago um, so the options were to immediately reinstate all the bots and just forget anything ever Ever happened? Nothing happened. I'd rather insist that Twitcher or Twitter um, reinstate all the bots, uh, ban all the bots and any such software to regulate them or to uphold the ban but subsidize uh, non-social websites. So subsidy right. is absolutely off the cards in in Andropolia in any circumstances. No subsidies ever. Uh, but given the fact that the meteor strike was imminent, I felt it prudent to uh, uphold the uphold the ban. 
on, on, on any bots to stop the spread of misinformation. Quite right. So that had the effect of politicians having a significant reduction in the following of their social media accounts. Am I, am I interpreting this right? Should I be answering my issues off air so Zane can't veto me? Is that a strategy I should be employing? Because I'm looking into it now. This is true. <laughs> well, again, I only did these because they already came up. Oh, so no, if you I'm not throwing to- shade on you. I'm just saying if this is a legitimate thing I should be doing, I should <laughs> yeah, start doing no, it. If you start dismissing issues so that you only get issues that we've we've raised previously, then you, yeah, you can absolutely funnel them through and have a huge social reform. Great. Just dismiss them all. <laughs> mm, mm, dismiss. So, I'm happy to report there was um, a 2.5% increase in safety, along with a 2% increase in authoritarianism, unfortunately. But uh, corruption... Banning. Sorry? Banning. B- by banning, that's right. But corruption, however, decreased 5.5%. So I think when, when there's a meteor strike imminent, that was uh, prudent. That was good news. Well... The second uh, issue, I, I do apologize. Oh, yes. I, I, I feel it's fair to bring it no, up that these please. things happened. Please do. Um, was uh, an importing of shrimp from Maxtopia, which I think you had as well, or, or Seb had. Um, both of you uh, may have, may have I know, it, fish. Yeah, I think it was. it was like tuna or something I had. Possibly yeah, there yeah, was yeah. Uh, something. Um, and, and the options were to uh, ban the imports to prevent any environmental damage in Maxtopia, to deregulate and subsidize local farmers, or to allow it to happen and in effect outsource a lot more polluting industries. That's the option that Andrew Polia of went course. with, of course. Why would you not do that? That had the effect of concerning environmentalists who were wiping away their tears with tissues sourced from Tasmanian old-growth redwoods. Mm, mm, yep, I can see that that's an Andropolian thing. That had that the effect of uh, raising the lifespan, I'm happy to report, by 8%. Lifespan in Andropolia is now 47 and a half years, coupled wow. with the trilogy of health that happened. So low. Just a few... Uh, <laughs> Baby How did steps. this happen originally? We are incredibly free in Andropolia. Can you find the moment for me in your lifespans where they dropped? I'm genuinely I will curious. Have, I will have a yeah. look because I don't think they were ever as high as both both your countries. Because mine dropped when I made that big nuclear deforestation issue. Remember that at the very beginning of the show where that's all my dogs went away because I put right. tore down the rainforests and put up nuclear power plants? And there was a huge decrease in well, lifespan? Well, I say that, but my lifespan's like in the high 80s or the mid-80s at the moment. So even if it dropped a bit, it's, it was recoverable because now I'm comparable to like a first I'll world nation. A, I'll have a look in just a second. But uh, lifespan, I'm happy to report, has increased by 8, 8%. Taxation, unfortunately, also went up by 7%. That's now at five and a quarter percent we've crossed the five percent barrier that's dangerous Hooray. dangerous territory for andropolia um and retail went up eleven and a half thousand percent wow unbelievable right imports are huge in andropolia because they produce nothing that's exactly right <laughs> niceness went down 31 percent the automobile manufacturing industry took a hit at 38 percent but comparatively to how retail went up it's Fuck it. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just people moving around and yeah. and getting getting into getting into the market in different spots. And uh, timber wood chipping took a massive hit at a hundred percent. Well, strangely enough, I also have a productivity Ooh. issue. As you know, Zane Australia is taking the threat of the incoming meteor very seriously. It confiscated all and any explosives in order to source those materials to send it up and divert the meteor. Right. Can I specify that was all the fireworks, I believe? <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm saying like just to... Yes, yeah. all the fireworks. Banned them, confiscated them, used them. Because here in Submerica, we're about transparency. Let's call the rabbit a rabbit, damn it. 
Except fireworks. for that whole Cold War thing that you did with against Australia, and then we got what into was this the, whole thing. What again. was the last? What was the last episode of that? It was transparency, and that was the last arc. So we left that. In the oh, past. okay. So everything's yeah. fun as long as you admit the lie and at the very end, and then continue denying the whole thing De- after that. I didn't, denying what? You were talking last season. That you- this is Declared a new war. season, guys. <laughs> Very quickly, gentlemen, I have the statistic. Um, Lifespan yeah. in Andropolia has never been above 62 and a half years. That's where we started the game and it has been on a steady decline since then. So there was no massive drop off. It's just been like a choice. No, oh, it's, it's like a it's, staircase. It's, okay. it's, been a, it's been a pretty pretty steady mm. decline. Okay. That's what happens when people are free. They make different choices. My guys are pretty free though. Like my whole oh. nation's based off do the thing you want, don't hurt your neighbor. I don't know. Your taxes are... Pretty high. Yeah, but my people are alive to pay them, so it really means I'm filthy. But more importantly, people are working hard (laughs) to solve this problem that we have of the meteor in Zane Australia, and a working class hero is something to be. Oh, good song. The quarterly production report showed that a worker from northern Zane Australia, Alenio Stackamup, has mined more unobtainium ore than all the other workers in his district combined. He's good. Leading to questions about how the state should recognise such spectacular industriousness. As you would know if you had watched the movie The Core, unobtainium is the only material that can survive meteor strike. Also, if you've seen Avatar, <laughs> you'll know it's all on Pandora. <laughs> and can also I say- known as Zane Australia. <laughs> And can I say the absolute correct response here is to applaud him and leave him alone. Let him continue doing what he's doing. Well, let's see what the (laughs) options are. There are three options and I'm kind of happy with any of them. So I'm eager to hear arguments. Number one, Comrade Stackemup is a truly setting a fine example for the workers of Australia. Zanstralia, enthuses the invariably optimistic Minister of Industry, Tiberius Jefferson. Clearly, we should be rewarding such commitment to the cause if we increase his ration allowance and give him a nicer state apartment to live in, and other workers will be motivated to match his output. Of course, we will need a big promotion campaign to get everyone pumped up, but it will pay off with new age of economic productivity. Um, I'm very confused about the state of affairs in Zane Australia. Yep, me too. I don't know what you mean. What are you talking about? Things so just, hmm. when when the animals had achieved sentience, yep. right, there was an issue there where one of the options was somebody suggesting that you just kill all the poets, not ban poetry, yep. not exile the poets, Correct. but line them up and shoot them. Yeah, there was that option that I did not take. Good move. But they were influential enough to gain audience yeah. to propose their idea. Now mm-hmm. there is a Soviet-sounding gentleman mm-hmm. who is saying that his state rations and state housing should be increased slightly to reward him for all his industrious work. Increased. So from the current state of the rations that he receives to more, right? So it's not even like we should implement a ration situation. It's, hey, this this slave needs more food. That's right. Weird, right? It would seem like there's a lot of propaganda coming into the outside world from from Zane Australia about how things work inside. 
and we get this glimpse of the truth, yeah. Australia. Can that I is not all it's not all it's cracked up to be. Remind you all, it's just so weird that Australia is a government-run economy planned by AI, and that we have a universal basic income, which is what they're referring to. That because of his hard work and efforts, he should get more than the basic income. Really? So oh. so hard work equals more reward? I have not yet accepted that's this a, option. But it's a very interesting concept. <laughs> isn't it? so if, if the option said, let's change it to this, that's fine. But it's, the way it's implied is that he's on like rations rather than on a salary. So <laughs> already, okay, yeah, and so we should make that bigger rather even, than replace even it with- in any mining operation, a man goes there working away, so he's on there for one week, away for two weeks or whatever. Mm. He goes there, food is provided, bedding is provided, housing is provided. It's all provided. If he's working he's for there. a company. Yeah. If he's been particularly industrious and sought his own mining lease, he could be running it all off his own back. Oh, uh, well, I'm, there, uh, there are situations in mines that don't. There, there's just nothing else available. It's I company see. Only. There you go. Zane Australia stifling the entrepreneur. So that everybody can have a universal basic income. Cool. Okay, of course um, you would target that. I'm targeting the potential slave that's literally <laughs> digging for him. It's not slave. He's being fed and provided for. And, and he use- might be rewarded for his extra work. All right. Let's- Perhaps he is. Um, well, I, I may be being too harsh in my assessment. But no. There is, <laughs> it's too much of a coincidence that there are these consistent whispers of discontent and grumbling in, of, in Zane of Australia. Of course, now that we are officially socialist, Andropolia would have a problem. But let me remind mm. you that your life expectancy is less than 50 years. Voluntarily so. <laughs> Number two. You are forgetting our revolutionary ideals, interjects the more idealistic Minister of Resources, Beavis Pushkin. From each according to his ability to each according to his need. Comrade Stakmiab doesn't need any more rations than any other miner. And building socialism is its own reward. Giving special treatment to workers who produced more will only lead us down the slippery slope back to capitalist exploitation. Did I have like a micro nap when Zane Zayton <laughs> became full socialist? Because I didn't think that he... Hey, and we were recategorized a couple episodes ago. I don't remember that at all. Neither do I. Mm. It, no, it, it would seem state secrets. Yeah. It was I the kept implementation of an AI planned right. economy. That's when we went socialist. Mm, okay. okay, it's all recorded. Just because you people aren't paying attention. No, like no, that's it's a, fine. It's just it's a shock for me because suddenly you've got a bunch of yeah. ruskies coming up telling you how you're running your nation. Yeah, they're suggesting I am still running the nation. I I'm still not a ruski. Well. Mm. <laughs> Let's hear the third option to option. see just how bad things have become in Zane Australia. Number three. I actually think we have a bigger problem than that, says the perpetually suspicious Minister of Internal Affairs, Francine Winters. Have you really looked at the numbers from his district, has claimed? According to their report, Stack Me Up's production level was over 9,000. That's just not possible. No one could humanly shift that much unobtainium. They're obviously falsifying the data. We need to eliminate fraud with a thorough audit of the whole sector. And in the meantime, don't go making an example of Stack Up and his supposed achievements. 
we'll all end up embarrassing ourselves. Can I establish for the record <laughs> that you said you don't have any significant leaning in any of these issues? In fact, I think you you could be quoted as saying, I'm okay with all three of these options. Was there yeah. four of them or was there three of them? That's it? Okay. There's three. These sound awful. The first one is to give him more rations. Well, I suppose technically that is the lesser of the evils here because it's actually rewarding <laughs> him for work. M- mind you, slave, but at least you're feeding him more. The, like the, the, the second option okay, is to sim- confiscate all his all his hard work, all the, all the digging that he's done, everything that he's done, is to confiscate it because he doesn't need it all. Yep. Says some bureaucrat in in the capital. And the third's my personal favourite. <laughs> he must be lying. <laughs> Lock let's him a, up. Let's let's Lock investigate. <laughs> okay, let me simplify this for you people. You're getting you people. Yeah, you people. Oh, look at this guy. <laughs> um, I'm okay with these three options because what it basically boils down to is rewarding someone who seems to have done an exemplary job, leaving the system the same assuming that the system is okay for everyone, including people who both do great work and people who don't do great work, or punish people who seem to be doing exemplary work by assuming that they're lying. Let's just call it what it is. Option three, it just has to be out, right? That is ridiculous. If there was just investigation, I wouldn't wouldn't mind so much, but the fact that it's investigate and potentially punish, mm, like I don't like that. Option but one has to be the option you go who's, with. It's who's the punishing. Po- Isn't she talking about no, like that? That's not possible. No, no. Well, you've obviously, falsifying data. We need to eliminate fraud with a thorough audit. Of yeah, the we whole need to system. eliminate a audit. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. He may disappear by the time the audit has been completed, but that will be completely unrelated. Let's call. Can this I uh, also uh, let you know? I don't have a police force or prisons or an executioner. So you got plenty of ground yet, to dig a hole. <laughs> um, yet each from each, uh, I will say, with the oncoming meteor, I do lean towards the first one because if that does encourage people to do more work quicker, then with the ticking clock of the meteor getting ever closer, that is probably the best option. Also, without I'm the okay meteor. with the status quo as it is. Being if the government is mining and employing people to mine, then he can then negotiate when he wants to for more. I have to say, I think I'm still in a bit of mild shock that yeah. Zane Australia has gone full socialist. That yeah. has not registered <laughs> in my mind. It was recorded. You can go back. Well, yeah, you will. You was will it the end them. of our last session? Perhaps but maybe you've just announced. No, you went, it, was, you any it issues? was maybe the third. May, if maybe you are this hearing is his first this, socialist issue, that uh, might just be it. Possibly, but if, if if you are hearing this and you are in just as much shock as as Seb and I are, please let us know. Yeah. Please write and and say that we are right or or something. <laughs> Normally, it's don't at me. This time, definitely at me. It definitely um, at us. <laughs> okay, I'm. My personal recommendation is option one, even regardless of the meteorite, if someone's done good work and you have the facilities in which you can reward someone, you definitely should reward them. If you were in war times, for example, and resources we were tight, then I would say you would save your resources for you know peaceful times. And so then maybe we should do option number two. It's Well, option but number one- war. Option number one is also the one that doesn't outright confiscate everything that he's, that he's done. Because number two seeks to confiscate it absolutely and redistribute it 
uh, however, the, however the, the bureaucracy seems sees fit. And number three, will undoubtedly confiscate it while the audit takes place yeah. in order for them to count up the stockpile and do all the assessments. So number one, while it's an abhorrent idea that you know, he gets rewarded through the state, through taxpayers. Well, now that you've both recommended option number one, or are you going to veto option number one? I'm not going to veto anything, oh. but I think I have to reassess my standing with Zane Australia. This is this is not a this is not a good place for from the very start. We always said we would be going socialist, and we're proud that we've got here. Well, if you're proud of being socialist, then your option's number two. I'm going option number one because of the impending doom. I see. Very good. Exceptionally talented workers are praised more than revolutionary heroes. <laughs> I'm not sure what they're revolutionary against. Uh, economic growth exceeds forecasts. Cinematic reruns prove popular. Parents teach preschoolers preemptive strike doctrine. Cheese-based computing Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It may be just around the corner. Mining is up 21%. Uh, business subsidization up 28 Average disposable income, economic freedom up 1.8 and 1.7 respectively. Economy 1%, human development index 1%, economic output 0.8. Agriculture, cheese exports, welfare, lifespan and obesity and government size all up 0.1 to 0.3. Right, Down is ideological radicality at 2.2. Authoritarianism down 1.7. Uh, taxation down 0.7. Oh. And, oh offset uh, by the increase in mining, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and safety down 0.2. Environmental do- beauty down 0.08. But we have lots of unobtainium to build the life-saving rocket that will deploy the explosives. Was it here that we are talking about actual measures in which NASA and other, well, NASA users to, well, has been looking to using to deflect missile. Um, I don't remember this conversation here. Yes, but, it was. Uh, it was here about like they they can just send like these tiny things and oh, knock yes, it off. Oh yes, yes, we did. Yeah. Now I remember. That's yeah. right. So I'm like, we're just going to save up like a couple of billions and we'll just throw them real hard. One one of the most ingenious solutions, and I think I I remember mentioning this, was just to park a really heavy yeah. lump of something yeah. next to the meteor a really long time away and just have but, gra- gravity slowly uh, pu- so pull it something away. really heavy like unobtainium uh <laughs> something that say australia has mined and has the rockets to get into space have andropoly or said america actively done anything to save the world from this catastrophic impact uh, we should be tied <laughs> i will say uh, so America's actually brokering for peace with the meteorites. So you can try launching a missile at it and we're going to do what we always do and use our words. Oh, um, we're brokering for peace. Do you want to use your words? I would love to. Uh, my topic is called Little Green Men. See okay. how it's got a bit of a, def- a political deflection there? Yeah, deflection and ignoring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's how you don't use your words. <laughs> no, I'm using them just in a different direction. So my issue is called Little Green Men. And I'll, I'll save you the thing now. It's not about aliens. Of course not. I would, but I only chose it because it sounds like it's about aliens. 
Overnight, masked soldiers in unmarked green fatigues have appeared. Heavily armed and well-equipped, they have seized control of the southern portion of Seb America. These little green men seek independence from the United States of Seb America, but they they are known to be loyal to Black Acre, a nation that shares linguistic and cultural history with Seb America. Your inner circle has convened an emergency meeting. I can't say I'm surprised the Wesseltonians marched in, capturing the Dog Isles, annexing them. It's America just gives it away to anyone. There was no response. We're a peace-loving nation, so people sometimes think that. Yeah, so everybody can, can take a slice. <laughs> Everyone thinks they can take a slice until we let out our three dogs. <laughs> Is that what you're going to do? Release the three dogs? Well, we, haven't really, we can't really capture them. So they're, they're kind of technically released. <laughs> and they can't technically move. So this they, is, can do, they can move. This is an armed shape. rebellion, Seb. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm taking it seriously. Zane Australia <laughs> is fully socialist and there's civil war in, in Seb America. <laughs> what the hell is going it's on? It's, it says civil war, and but they've got- people die at 30 in Antipolia. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's old news. That's been happening for generations. <laughs> it, it does say, obviously, but it does say that they are known to be loyal to Black Acre. So you say civil war, technically, yes, they are nationals of Seb America, but they have sworn allegiance to a different nation. So it's like- yeah, you know. Yeah, but yes, it's not. It's, yes, not, it's no. not Black Acre. But that, that's like fighting, the yeah. Revolutionary War in America. Like they were, the technically allied with the UK. Yeah, or yeah. England. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we're not calling this the Civil War. We have to build up to that. At least ten movies. All right. <laughs> Sweating heavily and panting after running to the meeting, Defense Minister Michelle Davenport begins. Do we not have the resources or troops to fight, let alone recapture the South? Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, very cool. It's chaos in the armed forces. I have officers defecting <laughs> across the chain of command, and I'm not sure we can trust the remaining ones. We need to radically increase military spending and carefully monitor all unreliable elements within our ranks. With a recognized military, we can at least prevent this crisis from getting completely out of hand. Oh my God. Self vetoed. I'm not putting a point, but I'm not doing that. <laughs> Guys, this is. We've got a meteorite coming down. We have a war in front of us. We need to reassess. What a war life- across the table as well. No. He's going to fight a war on three fronts. We need to reassess what life means to everyone on this planet. And I think, I don't think war is the answer. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the other three options are, to be fair. So I might have to come back to this one out of necessity. So let's, <clears> let's have a look. How have you dismissed it immediately? <laughs> Because it's Armed America. Rebellion, Seb. Yeah, they have seized half of the south okay. of your country and said <laughs> we are no longer, we are no longer part of Seb America. Okay. And if they have had problems that are so important to them that they feel as though they need to defect from the state, then obviously there's issues that we need to tackle because people shouldn't be turning against us. We have to do better as a nation to stop this from happening internally. So what do you do is you give them the land, let them calm down. <laughs> then a couple decades, you send a letter, a nice letter with, you know, some biscuits or something. Right. Of course. And then if to, they respond. To show, to show good faith that you're, yeah. that you're on their side, that yeah. you're on board. And then if they respond, then you open up a dialogue and a couple decades time, they might come back. Right, I see. Minister of Internal Affairs Thomas Krostowski exclaims, We have lost this territory, but we can still hold on to the southeast. <coughs> ah, so this is my option. <laughs> my sources report that they too are planning an uprising. Let me send in paramilitaries and hired guns to pacify the unruly provinces, and we just might prevent a civil war. Sure, 
The paramilitaries are known for being heavy-handed extremists, but they're a hell of a lot cheaper than rebuilding our long-neglected military, especially since they bring their own guns. Also a hard pass. Mm. I'm not hiring a private military guy. What the hell is going on in South America? <laughs> it's dissolving. It's not dissolving. No judiciary, <laughs> no internet. We have a we have a we we have a <laughs> we have a judge. You criticize an executioner. Yep. You criticize Andropolia. For what? But there's, but Specifically. There's, no, but the harm that people suffer in Andropolia yeah, is they're... self-inflicted. Yeah. This it's not society collapsing around them. It's barely it's one It's war, not guys. civil war. It's it's not civil war yet. It's just one little war. It's fine. Historically, it's fine. Um, it's one mini civil. Yeah. <laughs> well, the guy said it. We don't want it to escalate into a civil war. So I'm taking that as it's not yet a civil war. No, it's a oh civil battle. God. There we go. A civil skirmish. <laughs> and you call yourselves Seb Americans, says Basil Rose, the ambassador from Maxtopia, while smiling smugly. Seb America and Maxtopia share a common enemy. So it's perfectly reasonable for us to grant you some generous loans and military experts to run your patriotic campaign. Maxtopia security services could even help you remove spies from your office calls. Admittedly, we'd want all our money back later, but you can always slash a social program or tend to fund the interest payments. Also a hard pass. All right, well, at the moment, you're left with one one option. <laughs> so, so far out of the three options I've read, option one is the only one I've been looking at taking. Interesting that uh, to, to a military threat in a military crisis, you have had three issues so far that have had a military response. <laughs> Weird, right? <laughs> Each of which you have ignored or, or dismissed. Yeah, so, <laughs> a pacifist. <laughs> Some provinces want to secede? Let them try, opines Francine Abbott, who doesn't seem to be taking this meeting seriously. I like this person. The South still depends on American electricity. Let's see how fun their lights are with blackouts day after day. Hmm. Oh my God. Have I done this exact thing before? I feel like with the blackout- It <laughs> seems very familiar. Zane Australia had this issue with a very start. Yeah. Because I feel like the issue that, Zane, um, that Andrew's talking about about me like surrendering my North or whatever it was, wasn't that the issue of like- No, there was an island that you That's gave it. away and there was uh, someone who wanted to secede um, a person that you that, was, that wasn't me. That was someone else. That was me. Yeah. I had I had the the, the one guy. You who also was. had a secession. I I had a group of secessionists. <laughs> yeah. So this play thing is saying effectively, through the cutting off of resources, we should be able to deter them from taking the place. Which you basically cede them the land and cut off your resources. Yeah. So you basically make a new border, and so America no longer is exists in the southwest. See, well, no, it's still it's still contested territory. Just that uh, they won't be they won't be shooting bullets. Yes. They'll, they'll, yeah. they'll they'll just cut off the power and hope that they come to their senses. senses. Okay. So let's look at this logically. Because I can, they can't just get power from elsewhere. Look, no matter what you choose, people are going to die. Yes, that is true. This is the situation in Submerica. People are going to die. So option one is to rebuild my army, which out of the uh, out of the military options, the, the three. Right is maybe my preferred one, but I will say if we're talking realistically, it's the slowest one. Getting in the paid like mercenaries right. is the most efficient thing. They exist, they're trained, they have their own weapons. That is the fastest option, realistically. Yeah. Mercenaries, they can break their contract too. They don't, don't have just any- get, Just let Max Topi do it for you. And I, back honestly, <laughs> I'm not opposed to having an ally assist, but because it says in the issue that we're like, we'll cut you some should. of our I social mean, you, program. You sold that island to them for a promise of a No, that, was, that wasn't that Max Topi. That was the Wizzletonians? Yeah. Um, 
The only issue with Maxtopia is it says you can slash a social program or 10 to fund the interest payment, which to me says I select this issue and I'm going to have a lot of what my country is based around gutted. So well, look, the media's on its way. It's not like that's going to be a big problem. Well, with the media on its way, I'm more rely- sorry, more aiming towards option one because at least it's increasing our military stuff. Yeah. With the military on its way, with the media on its way, military is not going to help. With the media on its but way, like, this problem's going to solve itself or not in three episodes. Yeah. So you should just cut them off. And if they want to have a nice life for these next three episodes, they come crawling back. But it's also cutting off their power. So it's really in a time of crisis with the media coming, it is, I may as well shoot them. They can always cross the border. I think the idea is we wouldn't let them. Like we would be setting up. You want them to come back. You want them to say, okay, we're wrong. Please let us have our hot tubs back so that we can have orgies before the meteor strikes. (laughs) Or at least strike some sort of deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's between option one and two. It's whether I want to. Wow. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to have a military. So I'm more inclined to go with the pay for the mercenaries to come in that way. Where's the money for that coming from? Um, billions of dollars that we have. Yeah, but, but okay, yeah, but oh, you, but it doesn't strictly say it's going to gut my social programs. Mm. So, it's, so I imagine it's going to be a bit of a pacifist. America is going to hire mercenaries to kill all the rebels, as opposed to you said they're going to die it's either fa- way. No, yeah. it's it's fair. You do not have a diplomatic option. I mean, the the cutting off the power is the closest to a diplomatic option. Yeah, which in the circumstances I think Andropoli would exercise. It doesn't fire a shot. It lets everybody know that. The status quo is not okay. That it's it's still a serious problem, but it gives a non-military response. Why would you go that one now? I re- I said no to three army options, and you look like your jaw was going to snap off your head. No, I was I was I was surprised that you were just dismissing them straight away without hearing all the options. But they're not great options, yeah. In the end, no, that's that's true. But it's I a, mean, but it's a bit of a crappy situation. You have a civil war. Like there's no yeah. good option here. How did that come about, Seb? Yeah, the same way it came about for Zane in season one. It just I picked the issue, and here we are. Um, oh, military or power, power uh, paramilitary? It's so. So you, you're still tossing up between them. You you are definitely think, going to go with the military option. I think I'm going to go with our military out of the two. Veto. I guess I'm going to go with paramilitary out of the two. <sighs> So so Australia's not going to let you develop a military now this that we're is actually what I wanted because I didn't want to veto. have veto. Two veto points spent. Well, I guess I'm going to have to go with Maxtopia because that means I'd never gain a military. Absolutely. Just Thank kidding. You very much. Definitely selecting the other option. I'm definitely going with six, let them have it. Even better. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think my jaw can drop any further. What Sorry. is happening? What is happening to our Star Wars and Australia gets real. We can't <laughs> start pushing towards our goals and destroying you. Can you please uh, make sure that his two video points are removed from the tally? Um, <laughs> the government refuses to transmit electricity to uh, uh, secessionist regions. Oh, so you did go with the fourth option? Yes. Well, thank goodness for that. At least you weren't shooting anybody. No. <laughs> Trending. Best of missed connections. Uh, tourism industry braces for influx. Green government going gangbusters. Book sales turning heads. Pages. Uh, corruption up thirty eight percent. Not happy with that. Why was authoritarianism up twenty two percent? I literally have less people that I'm in control of. Uh, authoritarianism because you're basically taking control of all the power and resources in in your country. You can turn them off with a snap of your fingers. Okay. Uh, crime and tourism up three. Death rate up. And sorry, death rate and freedom of protection up two. So death rate up 2%. I'm pretty happy with considering we're literally at a war. 
So that's that could have been worse. Um, so that's it. There's no you acknowledge that now. No, no, with, you, with, the, with the, the Civil War oh, people. Oh, I saw. I said, okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's keep doubting that reality is happening. Um, ideological <laughs> radicality down twenty three percent. Black market down twelve. Political freedom also down twelve. But rudeness and charmlessness down nine and six. So not so bad. Our welfare went down four percent, <laughs> which also. Corruption's way up, but we're real polite about it. Yeah, <laughs> but I will say my corruption is very, very minuscule. Anyway, so I'm not worried about that. Um, that took us up from a zero point seven to a zero point nine, so I haven't even hit whole digits yet. So, yeah, nuggets. Oh <laughs> yeah, all good on this front. This- I'm I'm completely shaken. I I don't know what to say. All right, look, I've I I have an issue as well. It happens to be a productivity issue. So there'll be no killing anybody in Andropolia. We'll see. Unless People made- will die anyway in yeah, Andropolia. That's, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Robots leaving workers jobless. Amidst As a, it should be. Amidst a growing level of unemployment, thousands of workers have been fired and then replaced by automatic systems. They have petitioned you to intervene. It's just sickening. Do you know how long it took most of us to get a decent, stable job? Shouts Amber McKinnon, president of the Andropolian Labor Alliance, before dramatically sweeping your personal belongings off your desk. And now we're losing our livelihoods to robots so that while our families starve, the corporations get even richer. Don't let the capitalist pigs blind you. This practice must be banned. Oh no, but the capitalist pigs are right. Do you know what happens when you make your product so expensive that it can't be sold? People don't buy it. People don't buy it. You can do that by two ways, either by upping the price into unbelievable places or by introducing your product at a reasonable price in a place where nobody has any money. Let's do both. Corporations (laughs) do not survive for very long in either of those environments. Automation is fantastic. It lowers the cost of production. It increases the the, the productivity of of everything. You are preaching to the Australian Quiet. It makes everything so much more available. And if you happen to become jobless out of that, it's unfortunate. Just learn how to fix them. That's, yeah, yeah. Or find some something else to do. There is no shortage of work to do. The only reason you don't do some things become is because a poet. it's... Become a poet. Is because it's not valuable to do that. Now you have, you know, clothes that are 100 times cheaper, as mm-hmm. is genuinely the case in the Industrial Revolution. Clothes, textiles became a yeah. hundred times cheaper than they had been and a hundred times quicker to, man- to manufacture as well. More clothes for everyone. Yeah. You've got so much more time now to do all the things that you couldn't do before. There's no shortage of stuff to do ever. How many options do you have? I have four. I will race through them because I don't think this is going to be a, a, a really heavy no, no, issue. No, I've got some vetoes left in my tank. Mm, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Hey, I've got a job to keep up too, you know, says Diego Steele, the factory manager. If I don't think of new ways of keeping costs down, the investors will go elsewhere. It's my neck on the line as much as anybody else's, even if I do have much more money. Besides, it's business and no one ought to be able to say who or what I can hire. Here, here, that's the option I'm going to go with, unless something else strikes my fancy that speaks to the heart of Andropolia, absolutely. Yes, very much You're so. in complete control of, of, of your fortune. Nobody can say what you can and can't do. This could be resolved if instead of replacing workers with machines, we added machines to workers, enthuses Katniss Bullock, CEO of Mondas Limited. (laughs) 
By replacement of body parts with stronger, better metal prostheses, we can make the best industrial workers literally in the world. Imagine a shelver who can lift whole crates with just one arm, one finger. So let's hear no more of this deplorable replacing workers with machines idea and look to the future. You know what, Katniss? If it's a good idea, people will pay to have it done. Quite right. Doesn't need subsidy and and a blessing from the government. Yeah, Katniss. Katniss. What a stupid name. <laughs> and number four. You can't allow that, gasps Oswald Hayes, a manual labourer. If that happens, only the people with cyber limbs will get jobs and the corporations will contract you into having the surgery if you, if, if you want to have one. No, thank you. We should ban computers, go back to the grassroots of industry when all the machines weren't taking over. Ah, and workers, American option. And workers were the salt of the earth. Then maybe we can see a bit more appreciation and cash. Mate, was that option to ban all the stuff? Why stop there? That's not the American what? option. Let's, let's, get rid of the, we'll get rid of technology. That's right. Why stop oh, there? I was let's hamstrung. Get rid of, let's get rid of <laughs> stru- screwdrivers and manual tools and machine tools and dying machines. Let's just do everything by hand. Yeah. Because that's the way nature intended. Then we'll really be rich and, way God intended, and connected really, to the when you think about it. Bullshit. When it, with a meteor coming, we should learn how to live without machines pretty quickly, and just in case it's actually an EMP. The reason that's the reason that's bad is that it sets an arbitrary limit on what yeah. technology is on acceptable and what's no, yeah. no, no. You either adopt new stuff as it comes along, or you. Or you don't, and you regress as far back as you need to to get back to your bare hands. No veto from Zane Australia. And nobody wants to do manual labour with their bare hands. It is tiresome, to, I agree. Uh, to put it politely, to put it nicely. So no vetoes pending. No. Very good. <laughs> then this one is a win for uh, for freedom. Businesses often fire workers in favour of cheaper automatic systems, as they should. If you're cheaper, better yeah, automated. Yeah, systems. yeah. If you're if you're no longer as productive as a machine is then you need to find something else to do, something more creative to do. Yeah, the Andropoly- can't do. The Andropolia Sentinel reports, school bus set on fire in road rage incident. That's not good. <laughs> oh, isn't that a regular occurrence? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it made the papers is what's noteworthy. <laughs> Aristocrats. <a> fire. <laughs> Aristocrats welcome rising income inequality. 14-year-old girl unifies quantum theory, general relativity. Good on her. And old woman waits in vain for help crossing road. Oh, Oh, that's going to take a niceness hit. (laughs) Wealth gaps are up 8%. Infotech up 7%. Scientific advancement, desperately needed Andropolia up 5%. And average disposable income, despite people being fired, up 3.5%. This is good news. Intelligence up 3, as is average income and economic output. There are a lot of... Are the numbers <laughs> that aren't necessarily positive numbers? <laughs> Lifespan unfortunately has taken a hit in the oh. downtrends, down one percent. Compassion down two. Safety down two and a half percent. Weird. With less people, fewer people in factories, you would think mm. uh, safety would be increased. Anyway, maybe they're just more dangerous now. Is crime up though? Crime went up marginally uh, at uh, three quarters of a percent. Okay. Uh, it doesn't really explain the safety hit. Not really. Pacifism down three, taxation down five. We're back under 5%, barely, but we are there. <laughs> Hurrah, huzzah. And niceness, of course, down 11%. That was the big hit to um, to Andropolia. But uh, Infotech, scientific advancement and intelligence all up a very modest amount and needed in Andropolia. Yeah, absolutely. This is good news. Good news. 
Who knows what it has to do with the meteor, though? Well, you know, it just means that whatever whatever somebody comes up with, whatever is the most productive way of uh, mm. beating the meteor, every you know, we now have the mechanisms, the industry to do it as quickly as possible. Yep, by committee. Uh, <laughs> so, if you want to find us, you can find us online on Twitter or on Facebook. You can give us a rating and a review in iTunes or on Spotify or on Stitcher or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, we would love to hear from you. And if you want to become one of the best people in the world and get all those exclusive patron-only episodes, you can go to patreon.com forward slash a new world order podcast and give as little as one American dollar a month to get one in five episodes extra. And that's where we wrap up all the overarching issues. So as always, I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards an increasingly... Meteor field future? Oh, <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> I have been your number one contender and your man with the automatic rematch clause, Sebastian of the United States of Seb America. We don't just set the bar, we are the bar. And I have been Andrew Shostler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all carte blanche sans plume. <laughs>